0: This is Season 5, Episode 48, Do You as an Empath Have Anxious, Insecure Relationship Attachment? See, it's really hard to tell if it is just conditioning from conditional love in your childhood and or conditional love from the narcissist because they have you in this trauma bonded cycle where they love you, then they criticize you, then they threaten you, and then... oh you're about to leave and then they're like oh shit my supply is gone and so then they re-love bomb you and say oh baby i'm so sorry i'll never do it again they might do this all like literally in a few minutes doesn't have to take a whole week of process it can be such a shock right especially if they hit you and then immediately they cry and they're so sorry I mean, hitting already is unacceptable and all the emotional baggage and all the emotional abuse that they give you before is also unacceptable. But it's a lot more hard and intangible because they're mixing it in with, baby, I love you. You're so stupid. You know, it's like, what, like pick which one you truly believe because those should not be in the same sentence. And so this creates through this trauma bond, an anxious, secure, attachment in the relationship maybe for both of you that's why they're love bombing because they feel so panicked that they can't live without you and your supply or your light so we're going to get into this today I think it's really interesting topic and it's a little bit different because it is about narc awareness but it's also about you and your attachment style in relationships So first I want to address the different attachment styles. There are four attachment styles in relationships. The ideal most sought after relationship goal attachment style is secure. You have trust with each other. You're attuned to each other's emotions. You communicate when one of you is upset with each other directly and using I feel language. There's no blame. There's no shame. And this leads to a cooperative and flexible relationship. Then you have the anxious relationship where there's a sensitive nervous system. You have a sensitive nervous system. You struggle with communicating your needs directly. And you may think you're communicating them directly, but they're silent in your head. They are not out in your throat. And then um, just speaking from personal experience, And then also you tend to act out when you're triggered. This may make your partner jealous and maybe someone else is doing this, right? They have anxious attachment style. They act out when you're triggered. They may flirt with someone else and then that makes you jealous. Either way, it kind of can manifest differently. Now, the third type of style is avoidant dismissive. So this is downplaying the importance of relationships. You don't need a relationship. You're perfectly independent or maybe the narcissist is Um, usually extremely self-reliant. I don't need you. I can do this on my own. And they avoid, you're avoiding conflict, you're avoiding conversations and teamwork because it's just easier to do it on your own. And then you can become more vulnerable when there is a big crisis because you have no idea how to work as a team together in that secure relationship. Then the last one is avoidant fearful. So you're more dependent in relationships than avoidant dismissive, right? So you're more fearful and you avoid conflicts, but you are dependent still on that person in the relationship you strongly fear rejection I can relate yeah you strongly fear rejection you have a low self-esteem and you have high anxiety in the relationships which kind of links to this anxious insecure fearful type of relationship that we're going to talk about today So if you have the behavioral patterns of an anxious insecure in relationships, you are threatening the relationship. Or maybe this is the narcissist. I know from my experience, I I mean, I would would only threaten the relationship when I was really ready to leave and I felt like I needed to leave. And I thought that that would make him change. But it didn't because he was NPD. So he's never going to change. So you may say, saying things like, This isn't going to work if you keep. This also, you may feel like you're drawing a boundary, but it's more of a threat than a boundary. This isn't going to work if you keep insulting me in front of your friends. Or if you keep putting me down with your words and not encouraging me. And if you don't change, I'm leaving. Now, this could be a great boundary, but you need to follow through and actually leave the narcissist if you're going to say I'm leaving. But at the moment, they're receiving this as a threat. When we threaten the relationship, we want our partner to chase after us. And every time I left, I wanted him to chase after me, even that final time when he didn't and he went off and he cheated with my sister. It's a strategy that the anxious insecure individual uses to test their partner's love and commitment for them. This is a form of protest behavior when you're threatening a subconscious strategy for connection. When we feel a lack of consistent emotional safety. Now I'm sharing this information from in her vision. I think she would be a great guest to have on the podcast. We'll just put that out to the universe, um, for next season. She is a self-love and relationship coach, Anita. You can follow her on Instagram in her vision. How do you know you're on the right path? The healing journey is unique to each person. And it takes one baby step at a time. The truth about narcissists, journal, ritual, EFT, tapping, mirror, work, connect with your healed ancestor. Ho'oponopono prayer, dealing with difficult people, meditation, gratitude journal and human design 101. These are just some of the few tools that I have included in the empath and narcissist book, a healing guide with spiritual exercises. I am over here on the other side of the deep, dark cavern abyss that you're facing right now of the unknown. I'm here waving, cheering you on to take your next right step to the other side. And one of those steps is to educate yourself and gain all the healing tools that have helped me cross my own bridge to the other side and have a life full of abundance and love and peace away from the narcissist. You can find my book on Amazon and listen on Audible today. The why behind why you threaten the relationship. This gives you a sense of control, especially when the narcissist has always had control over the relationship, where you used this tactic with the past partners to get a response out of them and have them chase you. This behavior comes out of during a fight when you both are in the heat of the moment and you are feeling highly anxious and unstable this is the only way you know to ask for your need for emotional closeness and connection you didn't learn the secure attachment as a child and there's sometimes feelings of shame like you are being needy if you straight up ask for the connection yeah these are all just false narratives that have been conditioned in our minds it's not true now the damage that this causes. Even though you may get what you want, your partner chasing after you and giving you the reassurance and affirmations of their feelings, threatening the relationship each time, it causes cracks to form in your foundation. Right? Just there's there's this lack of trust, lack of commitment because maybe one day your threat may really truly be followed through with and it's true. This will create anxious This will create anxiety in your partner and begin to form doubt in their mind of you and the relationship. Over time, it can result in your partner pulling away even more and lead to a complete breakdown of emotional connection and trust. And this she's just talking about with like normal people that don't have a mental health issue, NPD. Now, if we hone in on this with an NPD, that's all they do is they damage the relationship because they're always putting you down and putting in doubt and insults and anxiety. They're giving you rewards and then they're taking the rewards away. It's a conditional transaction with NPD. So there will always be damage caused and there will always be anxiety in you and the relationship because you never know when the next shoe will drop. And for me, it was like, I tried I tried and then at my most vulnerable it was like oh my gosh there goes the shoe it dropped it dropped and it's like I knew it was coming but at the same time I kept trying and pushing so that I could prevent it from coming but with NPD and with his whatever addiction like he just couldn't because he was doing other things and so he he couldn't and then he would just blame me so that's the, that's the difficulty, but he that's all of that with NPD causes anxious, right? And that, that's the thing is I can only control myself and I can only shift myself from being anxious attachment to secure. And when you're secure, you're like, wow, I don't even know why I'm in this relationship in the first place. Like I don't need to struggle to communicate anymore. Every time I communicate is a litmus test to see that this person doesn't care about my needs. And won't ever care about my needs and so yeah probably shouldn't be wasting my time here So as you shift and focus your own attachment style work on yourself It just becomes clearer and clearer the right answer and the clarity for what you need to do So and in her vision shares with us how you can shift this pattern It's important this anxious attachment pattern It's important part of the healing journey for an anxious insecure To learn to request your needs. So practice this by saying something like having you really hear me and acknowledge me or spend quality time with me makes me feel more connected with you and more secure in our relationship. I would love it if we could do something fill in the blank together. What do you think? Would you be able to do that? And maybe the narcissist in that moment would be like Yeah, sure. I'd be willing to do that. But then they might sabotage it while you're on that particular date. But again, you did your part. You did all of the right things. You're shifting your pattern. And it's just another test. A litmus test to see really if this is going to be a healthy relationship moving forward. Because NPD seems to be irrational. I mean, you could, this is why they don't do very well also in therapy because they can't be vulnerable. They can't address those situations in their life. They can't be honest. They can't be real. And in order to get whatever they want as a giant toddler and to get their way, they will start an argument and they will sabotage whatever good moment you are having. Yeah, so in conclusion to this question, behavior patterns, do you have, as an empath, an anxious, insecure behavior pattern in relationships? I mean, according to what I shared, that's for you to assess and what you can do about it, how to change out of the anxious patterns, which I know I can attest I was in. And to shift into the secure patterns of being able to trust your partner, being attuned to your emotions and hearing them be attuned to their emotions. Being able to communicate what upsets you directly using, I feel statements. I feel sad when you don't hug me, when you come in the door. And then that partner be like, oh, I'm sorry I'm just so stressed out trying to come in the door and put my stuff down that I forget to hug you I will make a concerted effort to do so where you know how the narcissist would react they would come up with all the excuses of why they couldn't and why they shouldn't and how you just need to you know not be so sensitive and mature up versus giving you the emotions you need so it starts within us Your healing and your power and your authority, it all starts within you. And finding those healthy phrases to share, I think would be really important to think through and then clear out that throat chakra, being able to speak it out and speak your truth, because as the narcissist will masterfully do is make your truth invalid and to put it down and to make it small. When it comes from within and you know it, then you can say, okay, that's very interesting that you don't value my emotions and you don't value my opinions. I have that noted. And you know what? That's just one other reason that I need to get my own job or start to make more money or... Find that new apartment that I need to go move out and have a temporary transition to lease or file for divorce and get your ass out of my house. Like all the things, right? That's just another, you know, information as a scientist to put there and be like, got it. Okay. I hear you and I hear that you're not going to care about me. You're never going to change. And therefore we need, you know, you need to remove yourself. from them or they need to remove themselves from your house (laughs) either way you can do it leaving the narcissist true NPD is really the most peaceful and clear cut way to go so I will close out with another amazing quote from the underscore divorce underscore hub Chantel Cantorine's The greatest predictor of future behavior is past behavior. This is never more apparent than when you divorce a narcissist. Only their past behavior becomes even more egregious. Remember, a leopard cannot change its spots. Just be mindful, be aware that the abuse does not end with you leaving after the separation. Especially if you have children that you have joint custody, full custody or partial, they're very strategic about dragging your name through the mud to make sure that their reputation is not tarnished. My personal experience has been spoken, you know, because I had such an experience, um, with sexual abuse, it was long-term, it was chronic, it was... You could say it was consensual, but it was sexual abuse. So there was a lot of PTSD that I experienced afterwards. And my therapist had told me that, yeah, you were abused, um, in that way. And so when hashtag me too came around, I was starting to clear my throat chakra, starting to speak my truth. And I just put out there that I'm joining hashtag me too. And I said a little ditty and I didn't even put his name out there. But he knew he was guilty he knew who i was and some mutual friend shared with him and they were like what yeah the narcissist isn't as perfect as you thought yeah he abused me inside behind our doors absolutely 100 percent. and then he emotionally abused me and i write about that in my book but the reason that i now speak out with my pen name is number one i wanted to legally protect myself and number two is because I didn't want to be silenced and I felt like that was the best route for me now maybe that was still a cowardly move but I knew how sadistic he was and how he wouldn't quit until he ran my name through the mud so I'm like oh well it's just a name so let's just change the name (laughs) and there'll be zero connection and zero legal ramifications because I don't ever want you know he's a human so I don't ever want to drag his name through the mud But he would not even blink an eye to drag mine through the mud and convince everybody that I am too sensitive and crazy and it was consensual and everything that we did, I wanted. It's like, no, everything we did, I did to please your ass because you would punish me if you weren't happy which it didn't matter what I did I wore the high heels I drank all the alcohol I did all the stuff he wanted and he still wasn't happy because happiness comes from within and I couldn't make him happy and so yeah that's just part of it dude like that's just part of life and I couldn't make him happy so that's something that you just have to always know is yes even afterwards after you separate after you leave they will try to come back they will try to slide into your dms slide into your emails and you know get in your sphere try and control and manipulate you so that their name is not tarnished but we all make mistakes so that's the problem is the narcissist almost like makes himself go even deeper in that negative rabbit hole because they're like i don't make any mistakes and so then they just do horrible things to people to make sure that they look perfect. And that's not real. That's not reality. That just isn't how that's not how we work as humans. We all make mistakes and it's okay. Yeah, I don't know where I went with that rabbit hole trail there with you. But that came off of the quote that a leopard doesn't change its spots. Well, it's always there. And with NPD, it really truly is locked in. Unless, of course, like one of our guests, Martin O'Toole, they had a near-death experience and were completely took themselves out of their comfort zone. It's really nearly um, impossible for them to change. I always hope that they change. And I hope that mine has changed now that he has created a whole new life for himself. But you never know, right? Only, we can only focus on our path, on our change and on our life. And if they do, great, bravo. If not, then that's just is what it is. But for you to stay and hold on to hope and continue to invest your energy into them, hoping that what you say and do the next time will change them, that's where we have to be more wise and discerning with our empath energy. Wise and discerning about this anxious, need, the anxious need is coming from a wound within you that once you heal, you won't have that anxiety anymore. You'll be like, I don't care if you disagree with me. I don't care if you like me. This is my truth and we all can have our truths. If you want personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community and receive Sparkle Reminder inspiration every Saturday and strategies to heal from narcissist abuse. Plus, get your free human design chart summary and free 20-minute support call with me. As soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. So join now and get your reading within 24 hours. I'm so grateful for you listening. Finding the show and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast. If you are enjoying it, take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember always keep your unique light shining. What you mean? We're broken, it's tragic We're not all elastic But maybe there's magic